Hi there and welcome to the Adventures with Jesus Today podcast. I'm your host Lisa Vandenberg and today we're going to be talking about who are you pouring into? It's such a beautiful principle to be able to look at the people around us in our everyday lives and go, wow, Lord, who is pouring into me and who am I pouring into? And I'd encourage you to listen to last week's podcast um, about influence, the importance of good influence in your life, uh, which talks about those who are pouring into us, right? And then this week, we're going to talk about those that we're pouring into. So I encourage you to come across and visit us at thewaysofwisdom.com. We've got some free tools there for you that'll help you to hear God um, and equip you for life. And I'd encourage you to think of two or three people that you can send to the website and they can download the tools completely free. They'll get this podcast episode every week and we get to send good news and good equipment from the Word of God for our everyday lives around the world. So thank you so much for sharing this and sending this to people that you know and love. So the current circumstances that we find ourselves in, I shared with you guys a few weeks ago that we are moving to a new home. We've been in Texas for two years and I just said to the Lord, oh, we'd love to move into a, a home that looks more like a home rather than an apartment. So the journey that uh, we've been on with the Lord and always uh, my husband and I look at things and go, okay, Lord, what do you have for us next? It's a great thing to be able to put our desires before God um, and he loves to work with us on them. But the far bigger goal is to be able to flow with the Lord and flow with the pattern that he has for our lives. So this next season of our lives will look like moving into a house from an apartment and we'll be sharing this um, house with two other people. And we've done this before and it's a beautiful way to... uh, be in close proximity with other people and learn how to do life together. Really apply uh, what Jesus says in Matthew twenty two thirty seven, which is, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love others as you love yourself. And it is a beautiful place of getting to know people at a deeper level. It's also challenging because you're doing life with each other a lot of the time. And I've learned so much over the years of uh, negotiating with people and actually putting in place the principles of seeing another person as valuable through God's eyes, right? There's, we can we can look at each other on the earth and it's super easy to call out the dirt on somebody, but what is it like to actually look at somebody and go, wow, how can I add to your life and how can you add to mine, right? So there are three things that the Lord just outlined to me when we're looking at pouring into people. And one of the things that we get to do is sitting before the Lord and asking him how he sees the person in front of us. And uh, this concept has totally changed my life. When we look at people, Jesus said, you know, you see people on the outside, but I see their heart. And so I've learned over the years and I'm learning and walking this out of, Asking the Lord, uh, I see a person in front of me and we all judge each other one way or not, right? I like your hair or, oh, that color doesn't suit you or whatever. It's just a natural human um, thing that we do. Uh, But there's a beautiful next step that we can take beyond what we see in natural and go, Lord, how do you see this person? How did you create them? What's the beauty in them? And how do I benefit from the this awesome creation in front of me? And how do I benefit them, right? This mutual um, 
exchange of benefit between each other, but we do it from God's point of view. And so here's a question that I would like to offer you um, that I ask all the time that the Lord's lead me, led me to ask all the time. And I will, I'll go up to somebody, whether I know them or not, or um, whether they're close to me or uh, somebody in church, perhaps somebody on the street. And my posture of thinking will be, Lord, how can I love on this person in front of me? And sometimes I'll even say that. I'll say to people, if the Lord highlights somebody to me and they can look like, you know, you're just sitting thinking about something and or you're having your quiet time, or you're going for a walk or you're shopping and suddenly somebody's name will pop into your mind. And you go, oh, we can either dismiss that and go, oh. Oh, I wonder how so-and-so is doing. We can realize that this is actually a prompt from the Lord to reach out to them somewhere. So either by text or by email or we pray for the person. But the, the first prompt is that somebody's a picture of somebody will come into your head or a memory of somebody or somebody's name will pop into your mind. And you stop and go, oh, Lord, how can I love on this person today? Right. This happened to me uh, when I was in the car the other day and uh, we had a, a homeless person on the they were standing at the traffic lights and they had a sign and I drove up to them and I immediately felt compassion for them. And sometimes I don't, you know, which made me question whether I was a Christian or not. But then I realized that the Lord will prompt us to interact with people that we're supposed to interact with at a certain time. And so sometimes I'll just go up to the traffic lights and I'll just you know, see the person there, but I don't feel moved to do anything with them. But this particular time I did. And um, I just said, okay, Lord, how can I love on this person? And, and the Holy Spirit said to me, they just need you to acknowledge that they exist. Because so many of us just walk past homeless people or, you know, and don't acknowledge them. And they're a human being and they feel it. And so I turned and I just looked at this gentleman in the eyes and I smiled at him. And then I felt like that's all I was supposed to do. And it was beautiful because I was coming from the posture of how God sees him. I was coming from the posture of doing what God knew he needed during that time. Um, and just partnering with God to love on the other person in front of me. And so I've asked this question many, many times over the years. How can I love on you? I'll text somebody and I'll go, hey, I'm just thinking about you today. How can I love on you today? And what it does is it gives the other person permission to say what they need. So instead of us just doing something that we think they need, which sometimes we don't, you know, sometimes somebody will come up to us and give us advice about something and we're going, I just needed you to listen. Right, or I just needed you to now I do need to give you advice, and somebody's just listening. So, this question opens up the opportunity for the person you're addressing to say what they really need, and it gives them permission to do so in an atmosphere of love. Hey, I'm asking this question because I want to love on you today, and so where it's appropriate, just ask this question How can I love on you today? or even like. How can I serve you today? Or how are you doing today? And how can I, you know, help you, support you? Any of those words, serve you, help you, support you, love on you today. Any of those show the person in front of you that you're interested in them and want to help them. And then the second thing is something I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast. It is very easy to see the dirt in somebody. It's very easy to see something you don't approve of or don't agree with. Um, and society is pretty geared that way, and that's typically what gossip is, right? 
is seeing the dirt in somebody else and talking about it. Well, what if we actually championed each other and called determined to call out the gold in each other instead? And so this is just a fascinating adventure to go on with Jesus. I'll look at somebody and they'll my immediate reaction will be that I'm irritated with them or you know, I don't like them for for some reason. And I'll stop and I'll intentionally go, Lord, this is my reaction on the surface, but show me what you see and help me to call out the gold in them. And it can be something like, wow, that color looks beautiful on you today. It can be something like you see them interacting with someone and you go, well, I am so grateful for the way you helped that person across the street. Thank you so much for who you are, that you have such a helping nature. It can be when somebody's doing a project at work and they, for instance, do the PowerPoint presentation and you can look at them and go, wow, thank you so much for the attention to detail that you put in this PowerPoint presentation. You've just got such a beautiful eye for graphics and I love the way you put them together that really helped this team to be able to present well. Right? It can be something like uh, somebody has a super attention to detail and maybe it really irritates you because maybe you're not a detailed person. But you can take the time to acknowledge and um, see the beauty of the other person's gift. We went on an adventure this weekend and uh, we bought a car and the digital display was broken. And we have a friend who just loves to go and find parts of cars. So we went to a junkyard. And it was the most fascinating experience ever. Walking through all of these old cars and we found the digital display we wanted. We took it out of the car and we were, you know, we were there paying for the the um, digital display in the middle of this junkyard that looks like the desert. And we were filthy and we were hot. And <laughs> it was just a great different experience that I've never had in my life. And I'm always up for an experience that I've never had in my life before. And so... I realized that I was listening to some people talking because we're all standing in the line. And I realized that somebody was really irritated with the other person's need for detail. And this person was going, you know, I need the price and where do we go and who do we speak to and what does it look like? And the other person said, hey, man, just chill. And I realized that the chill person has a high value for chill and the detail person has a high value for detail and they're completely opposite. And I just thought for a moment, wouldn't it be fascinating if we could say to each other, wow, I love your attention to detail. It's not something that I have, right? And so we could acknowledge that we don't have it, but really acknowledge that the other person does and value it. And then the person with a high value for detail could go, wow, I could really uh, learn from you how to chill sometimes and not look at all of the detail. We're realizing that it's fun for the person that is detail oriented and it's fun for the person that's chilled. And so we get to acknowledge each other's gifts and talents and the way we do things and come together in harmony, uh, calling out the gold in each other instead of seeing it as something that is different. And, oh man, I can't stand it when you do that or whatever. Right? This has super helped us in our marriage because we are very, very different people. And once we learn to see the beauty of the other person's gift and honor and acknowledge it, it has totally changed our ideas about each other. So call out the gold in each other. Ask the Lord how he sees the person in front of you and how you can acknowledge the beauty that they bring to the situation and then let them know. And then the third thing is um, a beautiful communication tool that I've learned over the years. And we had talked about uh, gossip earlier on in this podcast. And there's, there's something that 
absolutely does not work when we're mentoring and calling, mentoring each other, calling out the gold in each other, um, seeing who we get to pour into. And one of those is getting into conversations where we go, I hate it when you do this and I can't stand it when you say this, right? Because our language is accusatory. When somebody comes up to you, think about it, when somebody comes up to you and says, man, I can't stand it when you do that, you immediately feel attacked. You immediately feel like somebody is saying something about you that doesn't feel good. And our reaction to that is self-defense. We'll either stand up for ourselves or we'll run away or we'll avoid the conversation, anything to not feel that discomfort. And so a beautiful phrase that I have learned over the years is instead of saying you did, we can say I feel. And so the situation could be <clears throat> the person doesn't wash the dishes the night before. Let's take a common scenario, right? And instead of saying you didn't wash the dishes and I hate that about you or you said you would do it, right? I have found myself saying this too many times. <laughs> you said you would do this or you didn't wash the dishes, right? which is accusatory, we get to go, I feel devalued when the dishes aren't cleared. I feel hurt when I ask if this could be done and it's not done. Because when we start a sentence with I feel instead of you did, we're talking about ourselves. And the premise of gossip is that we're talking about somebody else, right? And so over the years with my teams, with employees, with friends, I'll say to people, hey, I am very open to hearing how you feel about something, but I'm not open to hearing you accusing somebody else about it. Because absolutely, we can talk about our feelings. Absolutely, we can bring to the table, hey, I feel this way about it. And when we acknowledge each other that way, we don't feel attacked. And we're way more open to finding a resolution between us than we are if one of us is accusing and one of us feels attacked. Or one of us feels hurt, but we're not listened to. So we go behind the other one's back and it starts gossip. So whenever you're in interactions, I encourage you to ask the Holy Spirit to help you to say, I feel instead of you did. And it's just a, a muscle that gets practiced. It's a, it's a thing that we get to develop, starting sentences with these two words. And so these are three just beautiful principles of uh, thinking about others from God's point of view. Asking, how can I love you or serve on you? How can I help you or support you? Then determining to call out the gold in each other instead of the dirt on each other. And starting sentences with, I feel, instead of you did. As we do this, as we begin to see others as, as valuable as ourselves, as we follow the beauty of Matthew twenty two thirty seven and say, Lord, thank you for your love, your unconditional love for me and for everyone else around me. Help me to come from that place and help me to love myself the way you love me, which means that I value me. And out of that place comes loving others and valuing them the way God does and the way we get to do because of he made them in his image, just like he made us in his image. So I would love to hear the stories of what this looks like. So please uh, reply to an email or come across at thewaysofwisdom.com and uh, leave us a contact note. And I'd love to hear the stories of how this works out in your life. I am about to be put into a situation where I get to practice these all as I'm sharing life with others. And it's a beautiful invitation that Jesus gives to every single one of us as we do life with each other. 
So as always, Jesus is inviting you on an adventure today. Will you accept? Bless you guys. Come across and visit us at thewaysofwisdom.com. Share this podcast. Leave us a review. And let's send some good news and some great tools around the world. See you next week.